Geeks and Brews. The Geeks and Brews podcast said our podcast has a better table than you guys. <laughs> and you, Geeks and Brews. It's uh, Chris, uh, your leader guy. Can Please. anyone translate Chris? I've never listened to a single episode. No. Guys, guys. This, well, isn't, this isn't Geeks and Hot Dogs. This is Geeks and Brews. <laughs> we haven't even discussed how mediocre this beer is. <laughs> Before the end, I'll have a fourth one, and it'll be the top <laughs> There we go. There okay, we go. in that case, okay. I just finished Sorry. my third. <laughs> oh, oh What's up, bro? The smell, the taste. It, it's I like mean, it distinctly lacks flavor. Hydroxyl bro. No, no, no. <laughs> On a beer drinking show. Give you me some. Tell it, you can't drink beer. Commence radio transmission. Hey guys, what's up? What's up out there, Geek Crew? Hey, hey. What's, what's up? up? What's up, guys? What's up? I can't wait to geek up? out with you guys tonight. It's Geeks and Brews, the show where we geek out with the brew. It is Chris here, your leader guy. It is Eli. It is Guillermo. What's up? And it is Edgar. Hey. hey. Chance, Chance, up, what a fine weekend. Uh, this uh, really felt like fall this weekend over here in the Southern California area with uh, thunderstorms. <laughs> you guys uh, yeah. you guys enjoy that? Did you didn't get any get thunder? Any thunder. Oh, I got lots of thunder over here. Thunder and lightning. I, I, very, no. very frightening. He, 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 lives, he lives on the opposite side. Uh, of did you get rain at least? Yeah. Barely. I didn't. I didn't see any rain. I just saw evidence that it wow, might have drizzled. Wow, it's a bit, a bit parched over there. Uh, yeah, it was. It was drenched over here. Uh, got a free car wash. Then, then it somehow rained earlier this morning, where it spotted my car. So, unfortunately, I need a uh, you know another uh, car wash now. <laughs> But uh, you know what? You know what this rain is not going to do, guys, is uh, stop my uh, taste for a beer right now. As we are in the fall, we're drinking some fall beers. Guillermo, what are we drinking today? We are drinking um, a beer from Shipyard Brewing Company called Smashed Pumpkin. Not to be mistaken for Smashing Pumpkin. It's an, described yeah. as an ale with natural flavors. Uh, yeah, natural flavors. Now, are these flavors? Uh, it's supposed it, to. Be ha- are, are they actual natural flavors or uh, made in a lab? I'm going to guess the latter. Um, <laughs> but um, it says that it has aromas. Notice they don't say the ingredients. Aromas of pumpkin, cinnamon, and burnt sugar. Uh, yeah, burnt balanced sugar. by a mild, lingering nice. sweetness and a light or slightly warm bitter finish. Now I'm really curious. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, this, is, again, is from Shipyard Brewing Company. So uh, let's enjoy this. Uh, Shipyard Brewing Company is over in uh, Portland, Portland, Maine, mm-hmm. guys. All right, guys. Yeah. So cheers. Let's open these bad Nostalgia. boys up. Cheers. Virtual cheers, everyone. Virtual, Virtual cheers. cheers, everybody. I think I'm going to pour mine in the glass. Fancy. Rich and sophisticated. Mm. Poor there. Not bad. 
that's a that's a pour, man. That is a pour. <clears throat> You're all foam, no beer, Chris. I know, I know. So I'll, I'll taste it from the can. Anyone first listening? This, uh, basically, imagine a, a cup where like there's like two inches of beer and six inches of foam. <laughs> Maybe it, eight. It, inches. It, it's finishing, but I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to enjoy, whoa, this. I'm gonna whoa, enjoy whoa. this. I'll, I'll have phone, a little bit, of... Chris. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm going to have a little bit from the can as, as the uh, head is settling here. Wow, that sounds so bad. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, this is good though. This is good. Yep, that is is a chauvinist pig. I feel like he kind of he kind of gears comments just so he could get that. <laughs> he wears it like a badge of honor at this oh, point. Oh, right? gents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It is a badge of honor. It is. On today's show, Geek Crew, we're gonna geek out on the classic film, the classic silent film, Nosferatu. So, uh, can't wait to do that. But first, uh, I want to know what everyone's been up, up to. Bro? So, uh, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Eli. Yes, sir. Well, uh, I, uh, actually been geeking out on some She-Hulk. Oh. Uh, um, um. The finale was definitely uh, a finale. Um, it was the most um, interesting finale I've seen in a long time, to say the least. I mean, there was some cool things that they tried to do and introduce, um, like uh, like the AI uh, Kevin. Yeah. That, you need to give more context, uh, otherwise none of yeah yeah a little bit more i still have well, not seen the show, show was so. I can't, a I can't show do it. you do I can, it you do it sure um the show is a show i mean it, it's weird because you have a show about attorney but they have no concept of how law even works in a weird way um but uh anyways this last episode there were a couple of notable things one of them is that um she basically pulled a deadpool um she kind of went very very meta Oh, she broke. Oh, the she's been wall. doing a little, but this time she yeah. literally ripped go kicks. You know when you have the Disney Plus um, homepage where they have all shows, she literally kicks out of that and goes to want to go into the real world to confront Kevin. Um, but yeah. rather than being oh, a real person, oh, no. it's Kevin, like um, an animatronic or basically an AI, yeah, and like a this robot AI. Yeah, and it, and the robot AI is what decides the path of all the shows and everything. Um, and basically what had happened was in the previous episode, uh, basically she was accepting a award. It's taken over by this group and they basically project um, the sex tape that she didn't know was recorded. She smashes the the screens and then she's basically put in uh, prison for hulking out and um, no one pays attention to the guys. She's trying to figure out what happens. Oh. And then they had this kind of um, – you ever see Wayne's World 2 where, uh, where suddenly you have all these bad things that happen at one. People just pop out of nowhere. That type yeah. of thing started happening. She goes front someone. Now he gets he becomes a Hulk. And then her um, then this other villain becomes – Abomination comes out. 
Yeah, and then and uh, Bruce Banner out. comes back and like all these things, and she's like, "Okay, this is ridiculous. Whose story is?" It? And that's what kind of kicks it off. But it it was very, very, very meta. And I, on one level, it's cool that she did that. It was kind of a funny thing seeing the um, screen kind of have her kick out the show window, pop into a different one. Like that was kind of cool, but it was still like the show's not a great show. I will say that. Like you. I, you want to root for it? I don't think she's a bad actress. I actually, um, no. kind of find her kind of charming as an actress, but um, but I don't think yeah. the writing they gave her was that good. Yeah, the 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 actors themselves, she the one they chose to play She Hulk. I mean, she she actually does a good job. She is charming. She is you know a good uh, selection, and even the supporting characters, it's just. Yeah. For whatever reason, the the entirety of the show doesn't didn't grab me. I didn't like. Yeah. I wasn't excited to watch the next episode every week. I was more mm-hmm. like, oh, now I have to finish. I got so a chore. Before. Was it like a chore then? Yeah, it, I had I I watched this because I like MCU and I want to continue to be up to date. But I wasn't excited to watch it. Yeah, I was just like. All right. I was mo- mostly I was waiting for Daredevil to come out, and even when he came out, it was a cool episode. But they still kind of like mess with him in a way where you're like, oh man, what happened here with Daredevil? You didn't like you know, Daredevil like, on this one? Oh, I, cause I I mean, I haven't seen the original show. I heard he's much darker in that I, one. Um, this the original one, show is awesome. Play. But um, yeah. but I I mean I feel like he was the best thing on the show. He was. He was. He definitely was one of the best things of the show. And um, I liked how he... I liked, That was my favorite episode of the show where he came out and they were fighting together. And But it was kind of weird. Uh, like, at the end, he just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the daytime, in the Daredevil costume, you're like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what, what yeah, happened? that, and that happens a lot. And they're in a picnic with the family, all like... Fast and the Furious style, sharing like dinner, and they're asking me all these questions. I mean, the cool thing about that episode at the very end of the finale, Hulk comes back and introduces his son. Spoiler, spoiler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, spo- spoiler. spoiler alert! There, uh, spoiler. I'm not gonna watch it. Um, but yeah, they introduce- watch it. You definitely won't watch it, Edgar. Don't waste your time on it, bro. Sorry. I'm so sorry for whoever it. liked the show. I wasn't a fan. Hulk has a son, basically. And he's yeah. probably going to show up in one of the next Hulk movies. Yeah, most likely. Oh, well. Well, as long as the show is entertaining for some. I'm sure know, people liked it. Maybe it not wasn't everyone. my cup of tea. Um, and, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I geeked out on was I finished watching the, the um, Jeffrey Dahmer show, which I think I mentioned last week. So nothing really new. I've mostly been busy with work and uh, kids and family. So, so Eli, were you were you watching Very it cool. and taking notes, or were you watching? <laughs> were you watching, watching what Jeffrey Dahmer? I'm nah. joking. <laughs> I wasn't taking notes on. That, that, that's trick. very disturbing. There, my favorite trick was like, "Hey, does this smell like chloroform to you?" And you put it to their mouth, and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, let's not do that, have... guys. I have really one one quick geeky thing I did was um, I'm not gonna say where or obviously not the address or anything, but I went to um, Ben Affleck's former house. Why would you do that? 
Very cool. Where was that um, at? There was like a bunch of stuff that uh, that was being like sold from his place, and uh, my one of my family members. I don't want to say specifically who, but um, he does uh, security for that those areas, and um, I was able to go into his house. He wasn't there. Uh, I think he he the house was already sold, so I was just helping him move things around and take things that were going to be uh, either sold or given away to people. So I helped them do that. Hmm. And I got a free pair of Batman pajamas from the house. Nice. Nice. Wait, I have so much more questions over that. Like, do you just have, <laughs> do they just have Batman pajamas waiting around to give to people helping move? Like, was there just no. one pair and you snagged it? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Were, were these like used like, pajamas? I, like, like, I mean, like exactly oh, just grab from the you just pile? Have around to give to people. It was one pair and I got the only ones. They were left behind on, in a closet. And I don't think they were his um, because. So they were used or possibly also, used. Also, how conceited uh, would it be if he wears Batman pajamas? Yeah, uh, they were. Dude, it was a size freaking medium, awesome, personally. Size medium pajamas, so I don't think they're his. I'm pretty sure he's like a large or extra large. He's pretty swole. You know, he's a tall, you know, muscular guy. I really don't think he wears a size medium. It was probably for his son, or for you know somebody. You are you uh, keeping them, or you're gonna use I'm them? I'm gonna keep them, of course. <laughs> Or, or are you going to give it yeah, to your Are you going to use them? Or you're going to wash them first, right? Yeah, I'm going to wash them, obviously. <laughs> Maybe. Very cool, guys. Uh, Guillermo, uh, what What's about up, you, man? What have you been up to? Let's see. Well, I've been watching different shows. I've definitely watched the he um, She-Hulk had the same reaction as Eli. Um, I saw the latest episode, Andor. I have a feeling you guys also did, too, so... Leave you guys to talk about that. One of the yeah. one of the more um, interesting things I got to see was I saw the Adams Family musical um, yesterday, and they oh. had made a musical about it. I heard about it a long time ago. It didn't do that amazing, and to be fair, it's not a great musical. It has an amazing opening number, a great closing number, and maybe one mediocre song, and then everything else is just lackluster. It's kind of like they just go from introducing Adams, this really cool scene in the cemetery to Wednesday wants to get married. Like that, that quickly, literally like second scene is her complaining that she's fallen in love. And then like he's inviting, inviting so she's, her, she's um, a lot older inviting in, in her, her, like put her lover and her, and her lover's parents to have dinner. And she's trying to basically, have the parents meet so that they c there could be a proposal and stuff like that. Of course, everything goes wrong. I mean, there's. But she, but she's a lot. She's a lot older in this iteration. You know. Than you his, know what? Uh, this later. threw me off so much, because yes, the problem is the actress playing her looked like she was in eighth grade, like because the actress playing her must have been like literally like four foot ten, but. And so she's talking Ooh. about being married. So at first I thought she was just a, a playing a, like a kid Wednesday, like um, Christina Ricci's character in the movies. But then when yeah. they talk about being married, I'm like, wait a second. And then I realized it was just, it was an actress who would have been old enough, but, or who is old enough, 
but who just happens to be very short and youthful looking. Um, but it threw me off mm. so much when, oh, like, oh. I. Um, this was, was actually in Thousand Oaks, um, this Kavli Theater. Um, oh, also one thing. Do you remember um, Carrie, um, Terry Hatcher? She yeah, was yeah, in uh, Lois yeah, and Clark. Uh, um, yes. The actress? Lois and Clark yes. fame. Yeah. She was playing Morticia. Oh. And mm. So they, they also made a point to throw in a, a bunch of like small references. They just kind of inserted them in. So like um, Gomez talking about her um, her breasts and he's like, they're and by the way they're real and spectacular. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seinfeld. There was references. there was this Seinfeld one scene where she comes friend. in. She's like, hey, this thing you're doing about playing a housewife, it's desperate. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah. That that oh, may yeah, be yeah. a stretch too far. No, no, no. They far, they were but... really kind of. <laughs> Throwing in all the Terry Hatcher references. That's coming from the dad. Yes, the dad exactly. Um, <laughs> also, other thing, today I spent all my time kind of trying to deal with iPhone misery. I dropped my phone in Trader Joe's face down, and now the screen's all yellow. And I'm like, shit, I have to go to – I'm leaving for Boston in a couple of days. And you go there. They don't repair it anymore. They just – send you a replacement but every step of the way has been a catch-22 like one of the first things they do when they oh. um i went to the store they had me call because they don't take care of it in person you call and the person on the line the first thing he says after i'm like hey my screen doesn't work anymore um i'm calling to get um get a new phone and He's like, okay, just to start off, um, I need to send a verification to your phone. Um, can you tell me what the number is? I'm like, my, my problem is my screen doesn't work. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but we need that in order to be able <laughs> to help you repair that screen that doesn't work. Screwed, I mean, um, man. You're screwed right help me there. there but then just, it's, right now I'm stuck because I don't know my, my cloud address. And someone a long time ago <sighs> used my normal email by mistake. And so I wasn't able to use that. And, and as the, I, I, oh, they set up their iCloud as And your, so I wasn't wow. able to use that. And so I don't create know what one. mine is. Create a new one the thing is, I don't know over. what mine is. Oh, create, and in oh. order to use the Apple like insurance, I need to go need onto the... there to turn off the find my phone feature. Because apparently they can't do that. Oh. And so that is what's standing in the way of me even being able to start the, the final step of getting a replacement phone and stuff like that. Um, it's oh my God. so many frustrations here, but like it's been like filled with all these type of catch twenty twos where like like, hey, we need you to tell me the serial number. I'm like, okay, how do I where do I find that? I'm looking around. It's like actually, yeah, you just go into the settings screen. I'm like, I can't do the settings. Um, it's as if they <laughs> had no concept that someone might break a phone in a way that they couldn't see the screen. Yeah. Um, oh, geez. But, you, you know, I mean, the one thing I will give Apple is the, the, the safety of the mm -hmm. user. They're, per, you know, they're top notch yeah. on that, you know, to avoid other people, you know, going in somewhere, pretending yeah. they're you. But the fact that they used your email, you know, well, to access well, or create an iCloud, it, it just kind of screws everything. It, but it still is the thing where if I go, like when I went there to try resetting it, because I'm like, maybe it was G. Carrion. And no, um, what happens is I get the thing and it's, it's like, Hey, Gabriella, it looks like you tried to reset your password. Oh, 
I'm like, yeah. well, sorry to hear that, Gabriella. Yeah, you know the real me now. You know, it's, I'm glad I was able to yeah. finally tell you my true identity. Your true identity, uh, Guillermo. <laughs> yes. Since uh, you're now Gabriella, what are your pronouns you, you, you're using? Yeah, her. Still she, going for you. <laughs> we. <laughs> what, what about What's you, up, Edgar? <laughs> Um, you know what? It was a kind of a slow week for me. Um, although I did start watching uh, the Dahmer show, so I have um, I'm a few episodes into that. That and um, probably and other ask you life for notes. <laughs> other than that, uh, I've just been playing my um, my PS5. I don't know if I told you, Guillermo, but I got a PS5. You did not tell me that. No, I I think I mentioned it. The problem was uh. Either you were not on the call the particular mm-hmm. time, or, or you were off, it. or, or no, or or you were on the way and and you 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 signed on later. That that um, that show. How are you liking it? So far, so good. Um, I'm just about to start start uh, the Last of Us. I've never played it, so. Oh my gosh, that's, that's such game. an amazing game. Yeah. yeah. The. Just about to the start story it. of that, it, like the story, the connections, it's just a really solid game. Like the one thing that um, PlayStation does really well is their games all have stories. It's it's, it's like an interactive movie. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah I, I really enjoyed the um the uh what's the the he's kind of like a Indiana Jones. What's his name? Um. Yeah, you you told me about this franchise in the first place, um, um, Uncharted. Uncharted. Exactly. Yes, yes, those are fantastic games. Same thing, just like a movie. Did you play uh, the last one, Uncharted Four? Because no, that's, that's the only one I haven't played. Yeah. That's the best one. I could lend you it. Um, I I have all my okay. games on disc form, and Sounds I'm good. sure sure you could probably play PS4 games on PS4. Oh, you can, you can, yeah. Yeah, like let there, let me know because like I I hate my things, the things I've done to go to waste oh, yeah. and love sharing yeah. experiences. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of games, uh, um, I will be uh, getting a new game for my son uh, this week. Well, uh, yesterday he took first place in a uh, in a chalk artwork uh, contest um, over here in the city of Whittier. Um, I could not. I was one of the judges, so I could not vote for his age group. And there were some some good pieces, but you know we weren't sure like were their parents helping out stuff like that. And obviously, any parents that are helping out, you know, we ixnade from there, um, from voting from them. But uh, the other two judges, uh, they really liked uh, uh, my son's artwork. So uh, he drew, it was a combo picture. It had, like, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and this character from Rainbow Friends called Red. If uh, I mean, I will, I'm not familiar with Rainbow Friends as much, um, if you guys, uh, your kids or anything like that. I believe it's one of the... Um, Roblox, uh, like mini games, um, in that game. So yeah, um, but that was that was very neat. Um, but of course, uh, a lot of uh, death this uh, this week. Uh, we lost uh, Angela Lansbury. Um, you may remember her from Murder She Wrote fame. Uh, she was also the uh, voice of uh, uh, Mrs. Potts in the the animated uh, Beauty and the Beast. We also lost Art LeBeau, the, the famed uh, disc jockey. Uh, he coined the That's, phrase. Yeah, it is. Terrible. He co- he's the one that coined the phrase "oldies but goodies." Uh, most of those. You know, I what, never thought about the fact that someone had to have come up with that. That's just been such a known yeah, phrase. Yeah, yeah. 
who's gonna who's gonna uh, um uh be send shout outs to 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 hatchet yeah P he's the one and, who had uh, all, you know all those all those all those prisons and who's gonna say you know shout out to to shadow and little puppet and all, the, all those the, characters the dedications That's remember sad, the dedications man. he used to do Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, we also lost uh, Robbie Coltrane, uh, most famously known for playing Hagrid in the Harry Potter films. So he was in his 70s, too. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. we lost the 2022 Los Angeles Dodgers season. Uh, great pitching, but no timely hits for these guys. 111 wins and no more to the San Diego Padres. That, nothing, nothing to, to show, show for. for. But, you know, what? I've never heard... Petco Park like that. Like that was a hostile environment. That was they were the fans were it was they were incredible in there. I that was worse than like when you know, playing in Wrigley Field when the Cubs were really good, playing in Philadelphia when the Phillies were good. Like that was just wow. That even last year playing against the you know, the Giants up in San Francisco, I have never heard the crowd that loud. Um, so I mean, good for their fan base, but um, did they did they uh, apply seat fillers? Because normally at a game, it's seventy thirty percent seventy percent Dodger fans, thirty percent Padre fans. So where did these people come from? Um, is my my question. Um, but uh, yeah, that was my my week. Uh, guys, real quick, I I stumbled across uh, in the L.A. Times. An official fast food burger power rankings. And obviously there's like shit burgers like Burger King came in number 23rd. Uh, so, yeah. So wow, I'm, really? And the picture is not like it, it, they actually show what it's it is, not, not in an advertisement. I'm going to show you guys here. Chris, how, Look how am I that. supposed that is, to believe disgusting. when it's a 20-something? That is disgusting looking. I'm showing uh, for all you geek crew listening out here. I'm showing the gang as we uh, record um, virtually. Uh, we're not all in the same room, but uh, they're looking at the picture of this nasty burger. Um, so I thought I would run by the top five, and I was very shocked at the top five. Um, I, I, whoever rated this list, like some something's wrong here. So, uh, well, I mean, um, by the way. Just for uh, just for kicks, uh, number six was Whataburger. So you can you can see where we're we're going with things. <clears throat> number five, In and Out. In and Out is number five on this list. Now, have you guys had Shake Shack? Okay. By the way, yes. Uh, yeah, Shake Shack's okay. okay. Well, well, I fell in love with Shake Shack. I don't want to say it's better than In and Out. I mean that. I love In and Out, but Shake Shack was so damn good. I actually had it at Dodger Stadium. I, I think the the beef is probably better yeah. quality. Um, but, but they they have a, the spicy it, burger. It's extremely expensive. It is. It is. But extremely it expensive. It is. Um, and uh, the only location I know of is in the Hollywood area. I've been to the one in New York. I haven't been to the one in Hollywood, but no, no, they they have they have quite a few. Chris, they have one in one in El Segundo. Um, they have one in Maria All Del Rey. further away from me. I've been to both yeah. of them. <laughs> Nothing close to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, but they have a few. Uh, so here is where this list is full of shit. Number four, McDonald's. How is the old McDonald's what? better than In-N-Out? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I made the mistake. I went recently this past summer to the Downey McDonald's. Um, it's the old one, you know, before the current how it looks now. It's the you know almost like the like the nineteen fifties version, like the old mascot looking yes. one. Yes. I mean, um, yeah. The one uh, on yeah. Bay. Yeah. Rosemead Lakewood Boulevard. So I, yeah. you know, when you go to McDonald's, you keep it simple. Your burgers, your cheeseburgers, maybe a Big Mac, maybe a quarter pounder, but you, you know, you keep it simple. I decided I saw this this advertisement for this burger with lettuce and tomato. I went to try it. Oh God, it was the sloppiest burger. Like I'd rather have a Whopper from Burger King, just to you know, just to be honest. Chris, quick question: Was there a specific McDonald's burger that no, they it, were? It, they're just they were talking, talking about the burgers. About. Uh, they mentioned the quarter pounder with Chris, cheese generally. on here. Chris, there should have been a red flag when Burger King was on it, the list. Yeah, but number twenty three. But it's it also fast know. food. It's it fast matter. food. Come They're on. talking about fast food. Oh, Chris, there's there's a there's a there's at least ten fifteen the mom and pop shops that are infinitely better. Than, well, yeah, but they weren't talking about. Burger they were talking King. about fast food and it, and. Of the list, it looks like it's things that are readily available across the country or at least in other states. It's not local mom and pop to this area. But how is McDonald's so I, high? I don't know, but it, it gets better. Because um, these pla- this place I've never heard uh-uh. of. Number it, three, Freddy's Frozen Custard Steak Burgers. Never heard of them. It's a smash-style burger. Never heard of them. It's in yeah. California. Just nev- never heard of them, never yeah. been there. And Frozen Custard... And a burger, like I, frozen custard's I good. I think there's one going off of the, the 15, 15, right? Like going to Vegas. Yeah, it sounds like it would be over there, like in Victorville or yeah. something. Um, yeah, exactly. Frozen custard's good. Burger's good. Two together? Eh, I don't know about that. Um, <clears throat> number two on the list, Carl's Jr. How is Carl's Jr.? <laughs> Carl's Jr. has gotten worse, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know how it's better than than uh, than In and Out. Yeah, that's not. Maybe maybe In and Out lost some points because um, it's not readily available in the entire country. Yeah, maybe that's the only explanation that I got. They do redeem themselves though. I, I don't think better than In and Out, but if you're in a drunken stupor, it might work. So they do redeem themselves. Better not better not be um, that. No, castle. no, it's not it Castle. White Castle? White Castle. It is. Number one is Fat Burger. Not better than in and out but they redeemed themselves yeah. from, from two, three, and four. The only thing good about uh, Fat Burger is they have skinny fries and fat fries. That's the only thing yeah. that's good. Well, Burger's okay. I mean, you got the handmade patty, almost like uh, Five Guys in a way, but... I feel like they cook, they overcook it. It's kind of dry. Yeah, it, it, it's crispy, crispy on the edges yeah, of the uh, beef. So, that that is uh, this list. I've never. Had... But yeah, <laughs> the, these LA Times people—they're gonna get a piece of my mind. Um, listener Candace writes: Nothing beats In and Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. They're not a sponsor of the show, even though that was <laughs> pretty much verbatim <laughs> of their advertisements. But uh, we'd love to sponsor those guys. <laughs> All righty. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll, and, uh, we'll come back and discuss uh, Nosferatu. You're listening to Geeks and Brews.
If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Every year, an outstanding amount of people lose their teeth, all because of smoking crack. If you want to keep your teeth strong and shiny, there's only one simple thing to do. Don't smoke crack. Smoking crack is bad. So the next time you find yourself with a crack pipe in hand, remember, if you love your teeth, please don't smoke crack. Wake up with us every Saturday morning as we play the latest tracks, some old favorites, the listener requests, and of course, our beat of the week. Geeks and Beats. Saturday mornings, 7 a.m. Pacific, exclusively at geeksandbrews.mixler.com. Moments. In bad broadcasting. You're going to a very small zoo, but you get to see the animals very close. And, and sometimes you'll get to actually um, actually see them vividly. Like apparently on Sundays, like they'll bring out the bald eagles and like you might get to touch the bald eagles. Or like you could pay a certain amount and get to do something like feed the, um, feed the giraffe or um, like pet the sloth. In fact, this next Saturday, they actually have yoga with sloths <laughs> yoga. there. <laughs> how, how does that work exactly? Is that yoga a euphemism? No. How many no, times it, a night it, do you pet the sloth, literally, No, literally, there is yoga with a sloth. And you can take pictures of the sloth. <laughs> Fucking child. Yeah. But Eli is a show that is big. Geeks and brews. This is uh, Kermit the Frog, and you're listening to Geeks and Brews. It's Geeks and Brews, where the show where we geek out with a brew. It is Chris here, your leader guy. It is Eli. It is Guillermo. It is Edgar. Oh, man, that took me back, that little moment right there. Um, we need shirts, man. <laughs> Pet the sloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that pandemic ruined that one. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, we can still do it. We can still do it. Maybe we'll just uh, play that uh, commercial uh, more often so we can... uh, uh, The awareness of petting the sloth. So, all right. (laughs) This is a very rarely talked about issue, you know? Yeah, we we, we want to bring it... More people should really pet the sloth. I mean, (laughs) if if they don't do it... Exactly, exactly. The sloth, they they, they need petting. (laughs) Guys... Let's geek out, shall we? Let's geek out. We saw the 1922 film, the silent classic Nosferatu. Uh, This is uh, directed by F.W. Momo. uh, Renaud. Account Vampire Count Orlock expresses interest in a new residence and real estate agent, uh, Hutter's wife. 
Um, this is starring Max Schreck, Alexander Grenache, and Gustav von Wangenheim. 1922. You uh, just yeah. wanted to say the names because I don't think any of us know who any of those oh, people are. Man. No. You got to brush up on your 1922 silent era pictures, Guillermo. I do. I do. You know, I'm willing to admit my ignorance about them. Um, but also, this description it, is it, a really, really yeah, it's kind bizarre of way of it's describing kind of it. Yeah. For anyone who's who's listening, it's a vampire movie. Really a Dracula yeah, yeah. movie. Um, basically, there's this guy. He has a wife. And um, this one kind of suspicious looking landlord convinces him to sell some property to this very rich guy who lives in this like faraway castle. He goes, just like Dracula, goes, you know, he gets all the signs that he's creepy. Um, and he is creepy. Like he's sitting in the coffin. He goes, the guy agrees to buy land. Then he realizes after he's been bent a couple of times that, Oh, wait a second. These um, bad things I'm hearing are true, but that guy's coming. He goes through a ship and he's going after his wife. And eventually um, his wife reads something in the book that, um, that basically says if you make him forget about the sun coming out, um, that'll destroy him. And he's destroyed by daylight. Um, but there's a yeah. lot of cool things like, you know, he would, he's going and um, he's being taken by a ship. And that by the end, by the time the ship arrives, everyone's dead. There's like a lot of cool things like that. But I mean, this is 1922, so the effects are primitive so far. But it's. Yeah, it's but, good. but you know what though? Like, the oh no, 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 Chris! Amazing. I'm not. I'm not. This is not a criticism. I'm not expecting them to be um, anything like our effects. This is not. But it's it's not it's not 2022 yeah, standards. Yeah, yeah I'll, you know, that's literally all I'm saying. It's obvious. yeah. A, a lot of the cameras are pretty much in place. Um, yeah. it, it, almost like a play. Yeah, exactly. It feels a lot like a play. Yeah. Um, the probably the most f- infamous scene, famous scene of the whole uh, the the whole film. Was uh, when uh, Hutter he's in his room, but at the doorway is you know the Count Count Orlock, and he you know just it's just so creepy seeing that and the the hideous and the the hideousness of of that. Uh, did you guys ever see the movie? It was called The Vampire. I thought you were going to say no, not what we, we do in the, in the shadows, shadows, but uh, actually it might oh. be similar too. But there was one called the was it the the Vampire. Um, it, it was about the making the of this. It, it was out. I want to say out in the nineties. Yeah. Oh yes, I remember. Um, y- yes, I remember seeing the preview, but I never actually yeah, saw it's, the it's, movie. It's based on this uh, on the making of this film, um, which actually be neat to piggyback on it. Um, what What are your your favorite uh, parts of the film, uh, Eli? Um, to be perfectly honest. Uh, it was hard to keep awake during the movie. Yeah, it, it, it's it's silent, you know. Uh-huh. It, it, it's music. It's a uh, you know being captivated I, for an hour and thirty minutes. And then and then I would forget. I forget it was a silent movie. The dialogues, and I have to read the dialogues. So sometimes I would forget. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. I have to read. <laughs> I have to read the dialogue. And you guys know I don't know how to read. So then I have to rewind it and then yeah. and to read. It was just too much work. <laughs> you, you know what? Um, my favorite comment in the YouTube section, because I saw it on YouTube. I love this comment. Um, it was, um, the music's too damn loud. I couldn't hear a word of the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Um, 
I mean, and then like uh, I found obviously because they didn't, there was no dialogue. The the music was like repetitive, so I kind of would get like, um, I I don't know. It just became like back weird background noise, and I'm just like, oh, what's happening? But I mean, it was it was cool for. I mean, I could I could appreciate how it was like a really good movie at the time, and you know, the the effects and the makeup was was cool, and what they used for blood was cool too. I mean, but, but other you, than that, you know, it's funny okay. is um the I, I was gonna say when people saw the that in the theater, um you know, since it was a silent movie, you didn't even have the music. So somebody would actually get on the piano and start playing while the movie was going. And yeah, play, and play live. live. So, you know, I yeah. mean, he only has a certain amount of repertoire that he could use, you know, and he would yeah, have to kind of go based on, on yeah, yeah for an hour exactly based minutes. on you know the mood of the of the movie, whatever was going on. So that's yeah. why it sounds repetitive. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I get it, but I mean, we're. We're not used to that anymore, so no, it no, kinda, of course, it takes a little while to get into it. You know, what I'm saying that's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but it, no, no, no. It, it was, and you know, and then it's funny because if you see a movie like a Charlie Chaplin movie, it's a completely different experience because you're like, you're in it and you're mesmerized because he's so funny, and yes. you know, you forget it's a silent film, and it, you know, this is this is different. You know, it's more mm-hmm. slow burn, and but and it's creepy. But like a Charlie Chaplin movie, you're like, this is hilarious. It doesn't need anything. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 should, yeah. we should throw one yeah. in. I mean, this one, I, I definitely, you know, I know that it was slow. I will say that uh, I kind of got absorbed into it after a while. Uh, one yeah. thing that weirdly enough helped is I started watching, and this was a necessity to see it before we started our podcast. Um, but I, at some point started watching it at double speed and weirdly gotcha. enough it didn't hurt my viewing experience in any way uh yeah Interesting. but um you know you kind of got the pantomiming like i don't love the pantomime but like you know the the fact that you're trying to figure out what's going to happen how he's going to escape how they're going to get out with it that i found kind of interesting i mean i was annoyed at the main character just kind of being so oblivious um but <laughs> but the but the the fact is like you know once there were stakes like you know he had a race to try to save his wife and and that and once he had the boat scene where you know like he's like killing all these people and he's getting out basically of his castle or the the vampires getting out of his castle then that started becoming fascinating I'm like how is this gonna end they didn't really introduce any of the classic elements like stake through the heart or things like that yeah, um, yeah. I mean they still had you know. The, the typical, you know, the sun, uh, the, the daylight, but it it was also done in a, it wasn't done in a direct, it was indirect, the and by his own doing, by simply forgetting that that oh shoot, like I'm I'm enjoying this, this 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 blood drink and uh, whoops, um I I mean, uh, yeah he he created the the first oh I don't know what I would say I I'm thinking of Mortal Kombat you know. Uh, that whoopsie guy. Whoopsie. It's almost like he created the first whoopsie uh, moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, you know, um, uh, just to, to turn the con- the conversation to a little different. I don't know if you guys know about the, the history of the movie, but no, I don't know if you guys know, but the, the, um, the character or the actor himself who played Nosferatu, 
none of the cast and crew actually saw him as a regular person or they never they never talked to yeah. him the only time yeah. they ever saw him was in makeup full makeup and in character they never got to you know uh talk to him as a regular person so it kind of built this this the, myth the, of like this cre- even more creepiness is he, is he a real yeah is he a real vampire this is exactly what that movie yeah. is about uh that, that 90s film uh so check that out uh geek crew out there check that movie out because um, it, well. it brought mystery it yeah. holds up though this movie holds up um especially uh, you know again we rented it on youtube it it holds up the quality. I mean, it was made a one hundred years ago. That's that's crazy. Chris, Shadow of a Vampire. That's what it was called, right? Shadow yes. of Vampire. I'm sorry, I kept yes. calling it the Vampire. Yes. Shadow yes. of the Vampire. Yes. I remember. Yeah, but that's the name yes. of the '90s film. Yeah, um, but uh, I, which I want to actually go out and uh, watch next, uh, especially after seeing this one. Um, what do you rate this film? Uh, let, let's start with uh, Guillermo. I would probably give it, um, I mean, acknowledging when it was made, I would still give it about an eight. Yeah, because I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's I, damn good I thought it was a solid movie. It was a slower burn, but the fact that, you know, once I got into it, it was keeping me interested. It was good. I was still annoyed by some of the characters, uh, particularly the main character, but um, yeah. If it's intriguing me and it's black and white and with no sound or at least no dialogue, that's impressive enough for me. I love the you know the, I love the black and white quality. I I love these old films. We need we need to do more yeah. of this stuff. Not necessarily silent films, but we need to do more of these classics. Maybe jump into thirties, get some uh, noir films. Uh, what what about you? I, I I agree with Guillermo and a solid eight. I think it was. It was great. Um, I, I I agree with with Eli. I mean, I I was pretty tired, so I kind of dozed off on the, on quite a, some parts. But I had seen the movie already, so I, I had a sense of of what I was watching. I just um, you know I just want to kind of want to refresh my memory. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it, it's been a hot minute since I've seen this film as well. Uh, what about you, uh, Eli? Um. I, I, I want to give it an eight. I, I would, I, I think a, a seven is fair. Um, it was a, you know, really well done for the time. Um, but I just, I think it was, uh, the, the being slow kind of caught me off guard. So I, I think I'm going to give it a seven, but it was still a good film though. I still enjoy it. It's a slow burn, but it's a good yeah. pacing for it as well. Yes. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight as well. I I, I think uh, it, it it was fantastic. Um, it holds up. I and especially I'm so glad that that the preservation on this film, um, you know, uh, carrying it over to HD and and preserving as much as they they could. I mean, a hundred years ago, I mean, this is we're not talking safety film. We're talking like the nitrate film. I mean, this stuff could have yeah. burned, and uh, we might not never have it again. Um, and of course, uh, you know, the, uh, music accompaniment, um, with it, uh, which, you know, probably more or less is as close to what they might've played back then. Uh, keep in mind each viewing at each movie theater where this film would travel, unlike how it is today, where it's like, here's a bunch of prints. It's airing all across the nation. This film, films back yeah. then had to travel to each, each town, each city, you know, usually your big cities. And, uh, 
they might not play the same music. Maybe they will, you know, or some variation of it. Um, but, you know, is as close as we can uh, to get to this. Um, it makes me want to... Uh, there used to be this theater over in Hollywood. The, uh, the theater, silent yeah. movie theater. Yeah, they, they ran into some problems uh, with the... Uh, with the, the 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 people running the the program, it, at one point it was it, it ran by a, a it ran by a name it wasn't called the, the the place was called the Silent Movie Theater, but it, it the the company that was running it was it was something else, and they they ran into some uh, issues where like I think the president or someone had to be ousted at some point. Um, I don't know if that theater's still around. Um, but it would be great if they come back. They used to show all kinds of obscure films, not just silent films, but they would show all kinds of, of neat, obscure films, and uh, this would be a perfect film to watch uh, over there. Um, but, yeah, check it out, Geek Crew listening. Uh, Nosferatu. Uh, it is available. You can rent it for as low as three ninety nine. I mean, if you want to spend that extra buck, four ninety nine, you can rent it in HD, and it's pretty. It's a pretty film. Especially this time of the, uh, the year, Halloween time. So check it out. Nosferatu. All righty. I think it's time for the uh, Beat of the Week. Beat of the Week. All right, guys. Um, so Beat of the Week this week. Uh, it's by the Red Hot Chili Peppers who... Are now playing with uh, John Frusciante once again, and uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, this is their second piece, I want to say this year um, with uh, Frusciante. Um, so check it out. This is this song's called "Eddie" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now the music. Wait, before we play the music, uh, they had just released uh, an album really recently. Um, yeah, this year. Yeah, this year. So, when they when they decided to make a new album, it was like it was kind of known, but it kind of hit by surprise as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but we'll play it momentarily. I was queuing this up. Um, give me one second. They, <laughs> technical they, um, technical difficulties. What they did was they they were so inspired and, and um they released uh. They released so many songs, and they were they thought that they were good enough to be on multiple albums. But they, I think they've had already they've already released double albums before, so they just decided to wait and release an album separately. So this is the uh, the rest of the songs that, that were not recorded uh, initially in the first album. So this is Eddie. Yeah. So uh, th- this is Eddie. To um, you're listening to Geeks and Brews. Um, oh my God, what is going on with this? <laughs> of course, we're having technical difficulties here on the show. Hurry up, Eddie. I know, Eddie. Seriously, Eddie. Here we go. Sunset 
that is Eddie from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, it is available on an album called Return of the Dream Canteen. Wherever music is, it's available wherever music is available. Uh, but you can find it on our Apple Music and Spotify playlist called Geeks and Beats. Uh, so check that out. Uh, it is, uh, what, 137 songs strong. So you can go on for a few hours listening to that playlist. But it's called Geeks and Beats. Guillermo, don't let us down. Fun fact of the day. All right. So the fun fact I have is very random related to what we were watching. And that is, you notice if you watch Nosferatu's, you know, this starts off with a couple minutes of credits. You know what? The overture? Yeah. But you know what movie caused us to not do that? It actually used to be a requirement that you needed credits like of like different people in the opening. Uh, we, we need a drum roll for this because this is a, this is a this is a geeky movie, and the movie is Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, actually, George got in trouble. George Lucas got in trouble for uh, for doing that. Well, b- basically, they slapped him on the hand and gave him a little bit of a fine. Uh, and the uh, the first uh, 1977 Star Wars film. But uh, in 1980, he continued to do that again for, where, with The Empire Strikes Back. He wanted that slow crawl, yeah. um, almost like those uh, those adventure serials from like the 30s, um, like the Flash Gordons. So, and stuff. The re- so and is it because he had actual um, like a, a little paragraph at the beginning of the movie to kind of get the ball rolling? Well, there was no there was no like starring. No, no, no. You know, I, the, I get that. There was there no was starring big. because he needed he needed that. Yeah. The paragraph of like, so you know yeah. this is going on, and then cue the movie. Yeah. Right? Well, there, there, there was a technicality. Yeah. Well, well, I, I should mention. So, um, like I, I was reading an article, and they were saying because originally a lot of people say it was like the first Star Wars movie it was Empire Strikes Back. Like, like Chris said, that it gotten issues. But part of the thing is, while they technically could allow um, things to be at the end, they were. You'd have to sign a waiver about it, and everything would have to be at the end. But one thing that kind of got him in trouble was they started off giving credits to Lucasfilm and the director. So they start off with credit, but didn't show anyone else. And so that kind of was part of the big problem. You can't okay. just show. Yeah, right after the 20th century uh, fanfare, then you have the yeah. Lucasfilm limited yes. productions. And, and that's it, what kind of caused um, the big issue. Okay. Um, but now it's so standard that you do that. But yeah, back in the day, that was yeah. one. That was um, what started the trend. And um, George Lucas even had left um, left the guild um, related to the directors or the directors guild. I am losing my English. Um, he left the directors <laughs> guild because of this, um, because you know he was kind of sick of that, and he wanted to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, as a quick follow up to your fun fact, with another fun fact. We um, could have had Steven Spielberg direct Return of the Jedi, but because he had he was no longer part of the Directors Guild and he was out of that, we, we couldn't have Spielberg because Spielberg was still part of the Directors Guild. Oh, so, interesting. Um, we, we, that's why they got uh, Richard Marquand to direct uh, Return yeah. of the Jedi. 
but his original choice was Steven You know, Spielberg. it would have actually been very fitting because Steven Spielberg, his theme in all his movies are people with dad problems. Yeah, yeah. And and for camera movement, the Spielberg camera movement along with it and not just a, a, a dad problem movie. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it I wish I, although supposedly there's a scene in there that he directed, I have no idea which one, um, but he might have, I mean, obviously it's uncredited, um, but uh, I had heard he, he got, he still gets points from that movie, um, which is, which is, that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, it would have been neat to see that, that iteration of that film. Uh, all right, guys, be sure to stock us out there, Geek Crew. We're available where all the social medias are available. We're on Facebook.com slash Geeks and Brews. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Geeks and Brews. Of course, we mentioned our uh, our Apple Music and Spotify playlist called Geeks and Beats. Check that out. It is nothing but the beats of the week that we play here on this very program. Of course, there is a secondary show we have called Beats and uh, Geeks and Beats, and that airs on right here on this Mixler channel every Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Pacific. We have a YouTube page, and uh, we finally have a second video on there. Uh, me attempting to cook seafood a la brewski. Um, I don't recommend following my exact recipe. Maybe we should do a follow-up taste test video or something. But check that out on our YouTube page. Just search Geeks and Brews. And, of course, for all your geeking out with a brew needs, there's geeksandbrews.com. Gentlemen, what have we learned today? Eli. I've learned that silent films are not really silent. True. True. Have that, that, that's, uh, that's deep man (laughs) (laughs) Guillermo what about you I learned that Chris has limits to how much I do I do and the the She-Hulk got there (laughs) it got to that limit was it She-Hulk that we're She-Hulk or Adam's family I'm sorry no the Adam's family musical (laughs) what about you Edgar what? Uh, I learned that uh, Eli does not like silent films. I learned that uh, Eli can't read. <laughs> That's why I don't like silent films. For the rest, because I can't read, bro. And he's he sending rockets for the, for the rest of the year. We're going to be doing right. uh, deep dives into silent films. <laughs> Geek Crew, join uh, us next week as we uh, geek out with a friend of the show, Manny from Manny and Lo-Fi. Uh, so be sure to tune into that. And also in a couple weeks, we're going to geek out with the founder of Haunted Whittier. That'll um, be a very interesting conversation. But until then, Eli, take us away. All right, everybody, for Geeks and Brews, this is Chris. Guillermo, Eli, and Edgar saying leave no beer behind. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.
Now, why do you have to wash that awful taste out of my mouth? Mountain Dew or crab juice? Ugh! Oh, jeez. I'll take a crab juice. Geeks and Brews. Shh. 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 Shh.